Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Hello, everybody. Uh, Well, my name is Kimberly King. And I am one of your podcast hosts um, for the Breakfast with Champions Millionaire Breakfast Club. Um, I'm also the host of a new series uh, we're working on called A Richer Life. And you can learn more about me in my bio. um, And we can share more later. But as we're exploring tonight, A Richer Life is where, and this is Health and Wealth Wednesday, so it's the perfect intersection because this is where we explore what it means to live abundantly, authentically, and in alignment with your purpose, your mastery, and your destiny. Because health, wealth, financial, spiritual, mental, it's all in there in a rich life including a rich bank account, which we talk about on Health and Wealth Wednesdays. Today, I have the privilege to introduce you to a new colleague and a lovely new friend of mine. Uh, Someone you have, many of you have been hearing uh, drop gems, as we say, sharing her insights and wisdoms across Clubhouse and other social media. She's a powerhouse catalyst and coach named Monica Ricky. Monica, are you on the stage? I see you there. I'm going to mod you. Hello, Monica. Nice to have you here officially. Good afternoon, champions. I'll take a moment and say the official, a few words about you, and then I'm going to invite you to share a little bit about yourself. Um, Monica has been, in addition to the things you've been hearing her do, She's been facilitating positive change for over 20 years, which is hard for me to believe looking at that picture of you, Monica. But um, uh, I know that you founded Catalyst Organizing back in 1998, and you were working with individuals and business owners and teams 
to help them clarify their priorities, achieve goals, um, create organization, and just overall improve productivity. Um, what I learned about you that I didn't know is that you're also an author, blogger, speaker, former radio host, panel moderator, and you've shared your expertise on uh, outlets such as Fox and Friends, CNN.com, HGTV, HGTV, and others. Um, I do know that you're continuing to facilitate positive change, and you're committed to transformation, your own and others, through professional development and coaching, speaking, and social media. So it's my pleasure getting to know you, and it's my pleasure to introduce you today. Welcome to the stage, Monica. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Thank you, Kimberly. It is so wonderful to be here with you, champions. It's an honor. Um, I am a Pennsylvania girl. I grew up outside of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and um, that's where my whole family is. I'm one of the only outliers that, that moved out of there, and I moved to Atlanta in 1996, which was a, a really pivotal move for me. Um, I met my husband just a few months after I moved there, and uh, that was certainly was not part of the plan, but it happened. And um, in 1998, I started my organizing and productivity business. And I have to tell you, it was just funny this morning when I was listening to Breakfast with Champions, um, there was a discussion on with Brielle, and she was talking about sit down with a piece of paper and list a hundred things that you could do to make more money. And, you know, basically skills you have or or things that you could do, things that you could sell and generate income. And I was thinking, holy moly. I had forgotten this, but that's exactly how I started my my organizing and productivity career. Now, I didn't list 100 things that I could do to make more money, but I did sit down on the, with a piece of paper. And on one side, I listed all the things that I was naturally good at, my God-given talents, the, the, the skills that, that just came naturally to me. And then on the other side of the paper, I listed all the things that I learned, had learned to do over my life in different um, environments in school and in, in business. And the thing I came up with that day was, holy moly, I'm good at organizing in process. I'm, I am good at analyzing uh, productivity chains and, and looking at, at problems and pulling them apart. And I thought, wow, I wonder if someone would pay me to, <laughs> to help them get organized and be more productive. And 20 years later, <laughs> I was still doing that. So it was amazing that she talked about that today and it kind of sparked that memory. So for 20 years, that's what I did. I helped people to create environments where they could flourish. And, you know, Kimberly, your segment is called A Rich Life. And during that time in those 20 years, that is really what I was doing is I was helping people create richer lives. Because if we think about it, the spaces where we spend our life are our home and wherever we work. And those environments have a tremendous impact on our quality of life, our happiness, and our productivity. And so that's what I did. I was literally a catalyst for change. But I will share with you, for a few years toward the end, I was really sad. I was so sad. Um, and I couldn't figure it out. I just was like, what is going on with me? I just felt depleted and mentally exhausted. And this morning, again, I'm going to go back to BWC this morning when Princeton was talking. He had talked about burnout. And I realized, oh my goodness, I think I'm burned out. I'm, I'm 20 years into this thing and I got nothing left. 
And when I said this morning about instead of trying to avoid burnout, if we were to look at it as an opportunity to go inward and see what is it trying to tell us, what I figured out in that burnout time was that I no longer enjoyed my work and I needed to figure out why I had enjoyed it and why I no longer enjoyed it. And what I, what I determined was I was exhausted because I wasn't focusing in my area of genius. I was, I was good at the catalyst, the catalytic part, the, the bringing people through change, the listening to the problems, the analyzing and the helping them become different. It wasn't the organizing and productivity that was exciting to me, but I never really realized it. That was just the vehicle for the catalyst for change. And so when I realized that, I said, well, okay, how can I keep the, the transitional, the transformational part and leave behind the organization part? And that was when I switched into coaching a few years ago. And woo can, can what we a pause? Can we pause there? Because there's a lot to unpack that I think a lot of people can relate to no matter what they're doing. And yes. I, I love when there, we always see parts of ourselves. If we're really listening, some part of ourself is in every person's story at each part of your life. And so, and I'll liken this back to myself and Glenn Lundy. So we know in Glenn Lundy's story that he shared that he was by all accounts at the top of his game, had a wonderful uh, boss and organization. He was kicking it in his work, said he had the money, the house, the acclaim, he could do it well. And he had all those children's <laughs> to think about. Yet, yet, something in him was not satisfied, even though the world says you've got it all. I can attest that the same thing happened to me, that I had built multiple companies. I had the houses, the cars, world travel, great um, uh, doing great things in the world and and happy and the love of my life. Yet I hit a point where I asked myself, is this all there is? And what else is calling me? I believe, just like you said, Monica, that while self-care matters and burnout is a real thing, I really love that we're also inviting that it might be milestone moments and we need to pay attention to what our body is telling us, what our mind is telling us and what our heart is telling us, because that's really part of this conversation in a richer life is a life abundant in every way is one that's in alignment with who you are now and who you are again and again as an evolving being. So Monica, I really love that you illuminate that in your story. So when you came to that moment, that we listened to what you said, you felt the burnout, you asked yourself the questions, you made the pause, like Lolita, I believe in the power of the pause, it's very important, but you took an inventory and you 
remade Monica because that's your your uh, uh, handle so tell us about that from that moment to what happened next and where you are well it's oh wow the dogs would like to share their story hold on a second That's embarrassing. Um, Dogs aren't embarrassing. It's all good. Go ahead. <laughs> so the, uh, I knew something was up when I realized that every time the phone would ring, I would pray it wasn't a new client. And that is a bad place to be in your business when you're self-employed. I would have to agree with you on that. That's a bad, <laughs> bad place okay. to be. When, when you're praying that it's not new work. So that was a, that was a clue. And so, it really felt like a relief for me to, to, to walk away from certain aspects of my business and really focus on helping people to improve their lives through um, coaching and, and um, productivity coaching and general business coaching. But then something weird happened with myself. And what I didn't realize was I learned that my biggest personal transformation client was going to be me. I, um, uh, it was a very innocent way that it started, but it it was like an avalanche. How an avalanche or, uh, starts or a landslide starts with one stone, one little stone rolling down the hill. <laughs> yeah, um, my transformation that blew up my life started very innocently with a 12-day fitness challenge, and it's it kind of snowballed into I completely blew up my life, my marriage. I lost. Um, two homes that I love dearly. And, and that was, that was my own metamorphosis, which was so interesting because now that I'm talking about it, I, not only was I exhausted and depleted by my, the old aspects of my business, but it was almost as if my body was telling me, we need to change what we're doing so that we can change who we are. And holy cow, like, again, so unexpected. So the process started with me just changing my business and, and it was great and it was fine and it was, it was good, but I still wasn't happy. And that's when the fitness piece came in and, and sort of took me the rest of the way. Um, and, and I'm happy to share the, the kind of how that happened. And it really did start with 12 minutes, 12 days. That's it. And it, it snowballed from there. On day 13, that was when the rubber met the road. Uh, I'll it stop was right there because we're in a season of challenges. I'm in a personal season of many challenges. Plus, I started 75 hard, which I know you're doing. You're further ahead. I think you're still in it, right, Monica? I am. I have a few days left. Yes. I'm on day 24 and day 8 of the 67-day challenge. So no one can say, I don't challenge myself. I can promise you that. But since you're saying that, I just want to, again, bring each other along here that don't underestimate the power of a challenge and the timing of it and how it shows up in your life. So you saw a 12-day challenge, mm -hmm. and it turned into this picture that I'm seeing. <laughs> Please yes. tell me about that. Yes. You know, it's so interesting you say that. If, if anyone remembers seeing the secret movie, there's a, there's a really cool scene in the secret where there's, they show a staircase and I believe it's Jack Canfield's voice that does the voiceover. And he says, you don't have to see the whole staircase. You don't have to see to the top. You just have to see the first few steps. 
And that's exactly what happened. If, if you had told me on January 7th, 2019, which was day one of my 12 days, that in two years I would look like the picture you see in my avatar, I would have told you that you were smoking some serious crack because there is no way that that was in my realm of possibility or my beliefs. But here's what happened. It was December 2018. I saw a Facebook challenge that said 12 days, 12 minutes a day. And you know what I thought, Kimberly? I swear to you, the words that went through my head were even a loser like me can do 12 minutes. And that's how... That's how it started. And it was masterfully crafted because there was accountability built in. So there was a group of women and we were all doing it. And every day you had to do your workout for 12 minutes. It was specifically prescribed and you took a selfie and posted it in the Facebook group. Great. Awesome. Perfect. 12 days goes by. I'm super pumped. I'm proud of myself. I'm like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, right? Well, day 13 came. Day 13 is where my medal was tested because it was, do I get up at 5.30 and do this? Because this challenge is over, I can stay in bed. Or do, or, or like, what do I do? And the difference was for the first 12 days, the team was there counting on me, waiting on my selfie to show up in that Facebook group. Day 13, nobody was there. And day 13 is what changed my life. Day 13 led into day 30, day 60, day 90, day 300. And what I learned is that the more I pushed, myself physically, the more I showed up for myself and my body changed, guess what else? My mind changed. It's like cracks begin to open up and light began to show through. And what that light was, was the light of possibility. <laughs> it was the light saying, listen, girl, what else? What else have you settled for? What else did you think wasn't possible? In your life. And that's what started the entire thing. 2020, I blew it all up. I, I ended my marriage. As I said, I had two homes that I absolutely loved. I ran one of them as a vacation rental business alongside my other business. I loved that business so much. And I cried in 2020 more than I think I cried my whole life. In fact, I cried at the mountain house one time. It was my last visit up there. I found myself, y'all, this is so... Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I found myself on the floor in the fetal position. And these are hardwoods, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> wailing, like wailing, like an infant over this tremendous loss. But part of it wasn't just about the loss of the house and the other house and the marriage and my actual reality. I believe that it was me transforming and it was the pain of transformation so it was almost like that simultaneous loss and the crying like tears of joy like oh my gosh i i'm i'm at the precipice of something great and after that it all it all just became easier i i, I pushed myself through it became easier i became a certified health coach because so many people started reaching out to me saying hey can you help me can you help me I thought, you know, this is God and the universe telling me, go in this direction, girl. So I did. And I, it's just incredible. Now I live this beautiful nomadic life. I'm not chained to any property or any home. I visit with friends. I'm connecting with my family, my colleagues, my old friends and making new friends. And I've completely remade my entire life. But I had to go through that metamorphosis of of tremendous pain and loss in order to be here. So 
I mean, that's kind of it in a nutshell or in a, in a, uh, what, what is that butterfly thing called? A chrysalis. <laughs> that's it in a chrysalis. That is awesome. And you know, it's, it's the pattern of the hero's journey. It is that call and that resistance and that breakdown and the challenges that we face that are all ultimately within. So much about your story is, is a living avatar of that uh, threshold moments that we all face. You know, I'll admit, Monica, I know about the hardwood floor and the fetal position and the moment of absolute despair and release and beginning again. I think many of us do. So mm -hmm. I don't know who this is speaking to tonight, but I, what I hope people are hearing is that those moments, those birthing moments, the travails, the pushing, the wailing, and the becoming, it's all there in the human experience. And each of us have our own beautiful um, demonstration and experience of that. And sharing it, I think, is what helps each of us breathe through it and go to wherever we go next. Because that's not just a one-time birthing. We keep being born again and again and again. And I love what you said. I became my first and how did you say your transformational client? The mm -hmm. biggest transformation was you. Mm -hmm. Ain't that the truth? It is. Ain't it really that is. the truth? Yeah. Great. You know, I thought of I thought of a couple things I wanted to share, and I think that somebody in the room needs to hear this part of it. For years and years and years, I was the person that people would come to. I was the level head. I was the listening ear. I was the, if you need good, solid, sound advice, you know who to come to. I'm your girl. That was me. I never leaned on other people. In 2020, it was almost kind of funny. <laughs> it was almost like God was saying, you know, you're old enough now. Here's a good lesson for you. I'm going to teach you how to lean on some folks. Because my and without my inner circle last year to lean on, I would have never made it. And it was very unfamiliar for my friends in my inner circle to, to, to see me do that. In fact, one of my friends, my dearest friends in life is in the, uh, in the center section under the followed by speaker section. Her name is Sarah. She's in a magenta and a, a black outfit. And she said to me one time last year, she said, honey, I've never seen you like this. And I said, well, that's because I've never been like this. And she said to me the most profound thing. She said, you know what? I kind of like it. She said, it makes me feel closer to you to be able to support you in your time like you've always supported me. I thought, oh my goodness, that's a that's one to remember. And that's true. We can't we can't always be the strong one. We cannot. You know, God created the world and he created balance and we must learn all of us to be strong for others but also allow others to be strong for us. And that that was one of my one of my really important learnings from last year was well, that I, I can't also always add to be that Monica one. Who says that's not strong? I think we have a real misnomer that that's our weak moment. Really? Mm. Now your strength is going to come through. It has a reason to. 
it has a portal and an opening. So I think we need to challenge our mindset and our vocabulary about the moments we call our weaknesses. They really are, that's us breaking through. Breaking down is really just a a moment in the process of breaking through, if you Mm -hmm. keep going. Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> um, Tamara said, I believe it was Tamara, and I apologize if I'm if I'm mis uh, misquoting, but Tamara said something recently about a seed, and how a seed, in order to go from being a seed into sprouting into a plant, it has to go through what it must seem is complete and total destruction before well, it she did a talk plant. about that. But that was my poem. Um, I it's, I posted on my Instagram because I find it powerful, because really. If we watched it, it really looks like the undoing of something. And it is the absolute becoming of something more. So it's powerful. Monica, we only have a couple minutes. The part I don't like about our 30-minute segment is that it's just a a bite of the of the feast that is available to us. I, uh, I definitely would like to invite you to come back and continue to share your journey. But as we close, I want to do a quick reset um, at the end. But um, obviously we're on wealth, Health and Wealth Wednesday in a segment called A Richer Life. You and I talked a lot about uh, that health is wealth, certainly There is no wealth that matters without it. And it's a strong piece of your story of transformation. But what uh, thought would you like to share for today for people to walk away with about your story about health, wealth, and a richer life and what you've learned in your journey? Okay. Here's what I'm going to say. Number one, I do truly believe after this two-year transformation that I have been through that our physical health is absolutely the gateway to personal growth and excellence. I, I just, I'm living it. I'm absolutely living it. It is the catalyst and it is the gateway. I also am realizing and getting super in touch with And I believe that God created us, all of us. God created an acorn. An acorn has everything in it to become a 150-foot oak tree. And if God could put all that into a tiny acorn, and we surely are greater creations than an acorn, that means that he put in us all the things that we need, too. We just have to find them, unearth them, let them grow, let them sprout, let them blossom so that we can grow into whatever it is we're supposed to grow into. Because as we do that, we inspire and we empower other people to do the very same thing. And that's how the world gets better. That's, that's what I would close with today. That's an excellent thought to end on for today. 
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.